on Laser 103.3. We interrupt Wicket's World for this special broadcast. It's time to talk football. Uh, no, not you, Wicket. Sit this one out. This is Hike Chick with laser football experts Heather and Lee. Yep, Wicket's wife. A football podcast on Laser 103.3. It's Cyhawk Week. Okay, Heather, fun fact. The Iowa-Iowa State game is the only sporting event of the year that I care about more than the hot dog eating contest on the 4th of July. I would have pegged you as a couple's ice dancing chick, but okay. What do you think about your Cyclones effort last week versus Northern Iowa? So Iowa State did what they needed to do. Rocco Beck threw a few touchdowns. They ran the ball okay. The defense forced turnovers. It's what you're supposed to do against an inferior opponent. This week, though, it's going to be a lot tougher to move the ball. Yeah, Iowa's defense did their thing. They held Utah State to just 14 points. Phil Parker's unit harassed the Aggies quarterback all day, but the offense was the story. It was very Jekyll and Hyde. The first two drives got Hawkeye fans all a flutter, just fluttering around, especially when Cade McNamara threw the first Iowa season-opening drive, touchdown pass, first one since 1991, and then they scored again. Iowa maybe won a no, but Brian Ferentz is 0-1 because they didn't get to 25 points, which he needs to average to get a pay raise. And what's up with Iowa's inability to run block? Less than three yards per carry? I don't know, but oddsmakers don't think this year's Cyhawk game will see a lot of points. Again, the Hawkeyes are favored by four, but the over-under is 35 and a half. Gross. I'm not surprised. By the way, I'll take the Hawkeyes to win this one. 34-7. Wrong. Oh, we will fight, fight, fight for Iowa State. And may her colors ever fly. Oh, we will fight with might for Iowa State. With the will to do or die. Rah, rah, rah. Loyal sons forever true. And we will fight that battle through. And when we hit that line, we'll hit it hard. Every yard for ISU. Thank you, thank you, thank you. On to the NFL, and last night, the Lions pulled off the upset and shocked the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Maybe they're not the same old Lions. The rest of the Big Five get going on Sunday. The Vikings open up at home with Tampa Bay as the post-Tom Brady era begins. By the way, have you seen his face? Yeah, I've had enough of it. Major facelift envy there. Oh, you like it? Those are my facelift goals. Well, now that he can't make touchdowns happen, he's making goals happen. Uh, they replaced the GOAT with Baker Mayfield. Wolf. Meanwhile, there's a youth movement in Minnesota as Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen are no longer in purple. Sunday Night Football opens the year with the Cowboys and the New York Giants, and this is a huge year for Dak Prescott. Can you believe Jerry Jones traded for Trey Lance without telling anyone, including his head coach and starting quarterback? If I'm Dak... I'm angry. They just traded for a young quarterback with lots of potential as I'm looking to get a new contract extension. Seems like a slap in Dak's face. And if you didn't hear, the Packers open the season at the Bears and Wicket's going to be there. With Wild Wade. Fun fact, my mom. Carol. Don't call her Christmas. Carol once hired Wade, who owns a landscaping tree company, to remove a huge pine tree from her backyard, and that is not slang for anything. Woman knows everyone. She's shopping for clothes with Kim Reynolds. She's hanging out with Wild Wade. Wicket is lucky to know her. Speaking of Wicket, how is everything going with his preparations? I know it's going to be killing him to be in a Justin Fields jersey while the Jordan Love era begins, but Wade donated 500 bucks to the walking fed for this. It's a good cause. He's a good sport. We love Wade. Just one more sleep till that Cyhawk game. Sports ball. Week one of the NFL. 
football is back. So is Hike Check. Thanks to our friends at SNC Automotive, your source for rust and corrosion prevention with Final Coat online at scautomotive.com.